0: Welcome to the Time Management Podcast with me, your host, Abigail Barnes. I'm a productivity coach, global speaker, time management author, and award-winning entrepreneur on a mission to share the 888 formula with the world and to remind you that it's your time. Leave it to me to bring you new time management tips, tricks, tools, and strategies to introduce you to guests, research, and case studies from around the world, and to give you a simple five-step process you can follow to uplevel your productivity, achieve your goals, and create a life that exceeds your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here, so let's get started. Welcome to the show. It's you and me today. We are talking about the addiction to busy and how to let it go. And I am going to start from the outset, confession time, I have been busy bee addict for almost all of my life. On this episode today, we're going to talk about three things, the belief that busy people are successful people. This has been my biggest thing to break through, to let go on my personal development journey so far. The second, we're going to talk about time freedom and how when we let go of the addiction to busy, we can start looking at our life from a place of choices and not chores. And then thirdly, we're going to wrap this conversation up in a bow, looking a little bit deeper into perhaps the reasons why you feel like you need to be busy. Who are you trying? To impress. And this is going to be your homework off the back of this episode. So buckle up, let's get going. Let's dive in. First of all, I need to tell you a story here about where my busy people, are, successful people all started. So I am eight years old. We have moved from a place called Derbyshire to London, my family. So we moved from a village to the big smoke. My mum, needed to do something with myself and my two other siblings in the summer holidays. So age eight, she took us to Bank, the area in central London, in the city. We were going to the Bank of England for a day trip. And before we went into the Bank of England, we had taken a little picnic lunch with us. So we sat on the benches outside the Royal Exchange and I sat there eating my cheese sandwich, looking at the busy people rushing by in their suits. And at that age, I made a story in my head that they must be successful because they were busy, because they looked shiny, they looked amazing. And I want to be like one of them. So for years from that day, I proudly told friends, family, relatives, that I was going to become an executive businesswoman doing what they would ask me. I don't know. I'm just going to be really important and busy. And I'm going to have this suit and have this handbag. And that's what successful people do. And I can pinpoint when my brain fired and wired and stored away that story. And throughout my life, there were times, there were occasions. I was a very busy professional. I was a very busy entrepreneur in the early days of running my business. And if I wasn't busy, I just used to feel like I wasn't being productive, like I wasn't successful because that was the story. Now, perhaps you have a similar story, maybe not with a cheese sandwich, But perhaps there are people that were around your life as you were growing up who just seemed to be successful because they were busy. Back in the day, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, the 80s, it really was a culture of busy and you didn't leave before your boss left. People would jokingly leave their blazers on the back of their chairs in their offices so that it looked like they were still there, even though they'd left, because you never left before your boss. Now, we talked in the previous episode about how certain things that we do and that we did were the consequence of what happened before that. So the 80s were built off the back of the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the war. Coming out of the war, the global depression, and then rebuilding a world, rebuilding global economies. So there was a lot to do. So people needed to do the things in order to be able to rebuild. And it was like a race as different countries to rebuild as fast as possible. And then, as with all things in life, people competed with each other. And we started having conversations about productivity and how productive one country was versus another, what systems people could bring in, etc., etc. So that's where it came from. But now we know better, we can do better. Because busy people in this day and age are not successful people. People who manage their time, manage their tasks, master their activities, use all of the systems, processes, tools, People, everything that's out there right here right now, people who use those things to buy back time are the successful people. which then leads our conversation onto to the second point today. time freedom. So would you like time, freedom is my question to you. Ask yourself, would I like to have more time? Would I like time freedom? Second question what does time freedom actually mean to you? Because there's lots of words and things that get banded around in the world, in the personal development world, in the online world, time freedom, financial freedom. But what does it actually mean to you? What does it look like? Because it's different to different people. Time freedom to one person might be that I can start work at 10 o'clock and I don't work on Fridays. Time freedom to another person might be I can work from wherever I want to in the world. Time freedom for another person might be, I don't work anymore. I have people, I have teams, I have systems, and they all work and they run for me. And the money just comes because this is the process that I've put in place. And so last time we were talking about decision making, and today we're talking about how time freedom gives us choices, not the chores that we were so much used to. But the choices come from the decision-making. So what people have done to set up the lifestyle of the time freedom, because you can't create a business and walk away the next day. As much as we would love to believe that, as much as there are courses, trainings out there selling us this magic bean, it doesn't exist. Everything takes time. Everything requires decisions and steps and processes and strategies But it is possible. So, finally, the third thing when we're talking about the addiction to being busy and how to let it go, we need to acknowledge within ourselves. And this is part of your homework for this conversation today. Acknowledge within ourselves what we are running from when we are keeping ourselves busy, who we are trying to impress when we keep ourselves busy, what we think people will think about us when we say, I'm so busy? Are they going to think, oh, wow, look at them. They're so successful. Are they going to think, wow, look at them. They could do with some time management. Maybe I should tell them about Abigail. Or does it actually matter what anybody thinks about anything? Because the reality is everybody has an opinion, but it's your life. And when you get the stories, again, the Brene Brown work, the stories you're telling yourself are running your life. And the moment you stop telling the story and you realize that you are incredible and that you no longer need to perform to receive love, to receive acceptance, to receive the things that you want. That just because in the past you had to impress somebody with how hard you were working, how long you were working to receive those things, you are now the boss of you, and you can decide to give yourself the praise without driving yourself into burnout, into illness by being busy for the sake of being busy. So burnout and illness are the consequence of actions that are being taken on a daily basis. If you want different results, you will need to take different actions. And as we wrap up the conversation today, there's two things I want to leave you with. First of all, the actions you take are creating the life you are experiencing, the lifestyle you have. They are also the journey. If you think about what you want, and if you just had had it now, had it now, had it now, had it now, what will be the point of life? So the journey is your life. And the second thing I'm going to wrap today up with, this is the bow. When you can really get this, your success is inevitable. It's already done. It's already done like it's done like it's done. Things are working out for you. So look around your life and start seeing the small pieces of proof that things are working out for you. And the more you notice them, the faster, the bigger things can come. Remembering that the journey is your life. If you shortcut the journey, you're shortcutting your experience. You're receiving something without the journey And the journey is where the joy comes. The journey is where the emotion is received. And that's not to say that experiencing things isn't a good thing. We don't always have to work hard to receive the things because sometimes, for some of us, the lesson of accepting without appearing to have worked hard is an incredibly valuable lesson to learn, an incredibly hard lesson to learn. How many times? Have you been given something and not valued it because you were given it, but you've earned it and you feel like you've earned it. So to learn that lesson is a game changer. So I've loved this conversation this week. I can't wait to hear what comes up for you. Let us know in the comments on whatever social platform you are listening to. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. Come and say hi on Instagram at Success by Design Training or visit my website, successbydesigntraining.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search Abigail Barnes. Until next time, don't forget, you are amazing and it's your time.